Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Welcome to Thursday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. All right, let's go around the room. Oh, wait, thank you for being here. You could be anywhere in the whole wide world, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. And let's first go over to this guy. He's known for editing video for our show when we talk, but his favorite thing to do might be spilling the tea on Lunchbox. <laughs> nice. I like that. Here he is. Producer Eddie. Guys, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. So when I go to the grocery store, I like wearing I like wearing headphones and listen to music while I shop. Well, I couldn't find my headphones, so I borrowed my son's AirPods. I've never used AirPods. I put them in. I get my shopping cart. I turn my music on, and I can hear the music, but it's kind of faint. I'm thinking like my kids are so dumb. Like their ears are dirty or something because these things really aren't working that well. But I turn it up all the way. I can hear a little bit. So I shop. People are staring at me, and I'm just like I don't know what they're looking at. I get to the counter to, to uh, check out. And the lady goes, can you please turn your music down? And I'm like, what are you talking I take my, my ear pods out. And like, they weren't even connected. I was playing music from my phone super loud across yeah, the whole grocery buddy. store. That's an old thing. Like an idiot. Yeah, that's an old thing. Have you done that before? No, but I've seen like 80-year-olds <laughs> do it on the airplane <laughs> when they can't figure out how to do their Bluetooth. I'm so dumb. That's funny. So dumb. What were you listening to? Do you remember? Like, also, I, dude, I was like, I went shopping for 30 minutes. No one said turn that off except the the lady at the checker. And you saw people looking at you? I was just like, okay, does he know that's happening? But Eddie was like, people are so mean to me now on the roads. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, nobody will let me in. Turns out oh, his yeah. blinker was broken. Yeah. Oh, crap. I'm getting old. Yes. I'm doing all the old yes, people stuff. Yes, you're doing all that stuff. <laughs> all right. Uh, next. Whereas confidence comes from remains uncertain, and you never know what each day will bring with this next person. Here he is. Lunchbox, everybody. Let me tell you something that sucks. The glass onion, the follow-up to Knives Out, it's so stupid. Like, Knives Out was overrated when it came out. I like Knives Out. Oh, it's so overrated. Like, it was so hyped. Like, it was going to be so amazing. Went to it in the theater with my mom and my wife, and we are like, that's fine. So Glass Onion's out. And I'm like, oh, let me check it out. It's on Netflix. Let me check it out. 
It started out pretty good, then it just got so dumb. Movie or movie? Oh, it is. It's just the movie. Movie Mike, did you watch this movie? Oh, it's just... Do you think Lunchbox is wrong? I think Lunchbox is wrong. He doesn't like anything that has any kind of imagination to it. If it's not completely grounded in reality, he doesn't like it. If it's not on the nose or you have to figure it... Yeah, like, that's stupid. I can't figure it out. I hate <laughs> no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I like the mystery part of it, but then the ending is just... Whoa, don't talk about the ending. Don't even allude to anything happening in the end. It, no, I'm saying the first half. The first half, the mystery part is great. But no ending talk. Because Amy does this too, and, and she'll accidentally spoil something. Eddie, did what? you see it? I didn't finish it. I watched about half of it and then kind of never went back. You didn't like it? No, I just wasn't interested again. It's just whatever. It was fine. The first one was great, though. Did you guys finish Last of Us? Never started it. But Forrest and my brother tell me it's great. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything about it, but it's, it's over now. Good, they good, good. run the whole series. Yeah, I'm probably going to watch that So you think it's better than The Glass Onion? I haven't seen The Glass Onion, but it's a TV show versus a movie, so just different. Yeah. But you're saying overrated. What do you give it? One and a half islands out of five. Right. She has fell victim to multiple scam alerts throughout the years, but this has ultimately led to many learning lessons for her peers. Here it is. Amy, everybody. I went wild with Magic Eraser around my house. Have you ever used one of those? I don't know what it is. Okay. It's got Mr. Clean on the front. You can buy them in a four-pack, and I bought a four-pack and thought, oh, this is going to last me, you know, six months. I went through the four-pack in one day. Well, what do you do? You can, I have I have a lot of white walls, and there's scuff marks everywhere on in the doorways, you know, when kids are carrying backpacks or shoes or different things that run up against the wall, or you have pets. And I didn't realize how many marks were all over my walls. And I mean, once you see one, you clean it, mm. and then you see another, and you go clean it. And then you go see another and another and another. And the next thing you know, you're all around your house cleaning up every scuff mark everywhere. And it's addicting and amazing. And I need to go get another four pack. You sound a little psychotic wow, right wow, now. Wow, yeah. wow, wow, wow. And is it called Magic Eraser? Yeah. Yes. It's awesome. But here's the truth, guys. It's really so abrasive that it's just taking off whatever's on there. So if it's the wall, you're taking off the paint. No. That's what it's doing. Oh, yeah. My, oh, yeah. But my walls look fine. It sounds like you had a bad experience. No, I just figured it out because I'm like the first 10 times like, this is magic. I'm crazy. And then I read more about it. I'm like, oh, it's literally taking the stuff off. Like acidic or like sandpaper? Like it's so soft. It feels soft. But whatever co- no, combination they use. I don't like the feeling. Use. I had to put a glove on. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Amy's like, no, no, it's all good. Except that it burned my skin. Yeah, it's scraping yeah. stuff off for I, sure. I put a glove on. So, but you like it, magic eraser. Yeah, and then I have this white coffee table. I got stuff off of that. I mean, you could listen. It's addicting. We're listening. Yeah. Oh yeah, it says magic eraser is a high grit sandpaper. Yeah, man, it's just mm-hmm. scraping off whatever. So the table, you're taking off all the no, enamel well, on it. I, the table looks fine. Okay. She's like, I hit my teeth. <laughs> right. From Mount Pine, Arkansas, he loves wearing Arkansas red, and after games, it's hard for him to go to bed. Bobby Bones. Thank you. That's a good one. Okay. Here's the update on Stanley and his two surgeries because I have something to say about it. Both his legs have had torn ACL ligaments in his knee. The other one, he's 90% back, the one from six months ago. The other one from like a month ago, he's doing okay. But did you know there's dog rehab? We happen to have one half mile from our house. Never heard of such thing. We were looking up dog rehab, like things that we could do to him, like from YouTube, to get the his just surgically repaired leg, kind of uh, more range of motion. Mm. And there's a dog rehab. Like physical therapist Yes, for dogs? not for drugs. He's good right, on that. Right, he's not substance yes. abuse. So we call him, and they say, well, he has to be, we called him like as soon as surgery was over. So he has to be like a month out. So we finally took him in. They have dog underwater treadmills 
like you see athletes doing. Oh, wow. He's so cute. We took him in. He did this little oh. like obstacle ladder course to see if he could lift his leg up enough. And I asked the guy, I said, hey, how did you get into this? Like, dog rehab. I've never heard of it. And he used to work in sports medicine for humans. Did he get banned from that or something? No. He was like, I don't like working with athletes anymore. They were too whiny. <laughs> that makes sense. So then he then he started to, and, and now does animals. Wow. Never heard of such a thing. They also said, and I kid you not, that Stanley was the best behaved bulldog they've ever had as far as bulldogs go. Aww. You sure they don't tell you? Not yeah, sure that, Eddie. Okay. Yeah. But he rolled over on his side. They were like, we can't get bulldogs to roll over on their side because he has to do like muscle, like feel his muscles. And Stanley was like, oh, he just laid over and let him do it. And he was like, we've never had a bulldog do this before. Wow. And Stanley was like being all good and stuff, <laughs> which kind of irritated me because I went in, I was like, he's kind of out of control sometimes. And Stanley was like minding and they would, like, now I can teach Stanley. I've taught him how to like speak and he'll be like, rrr, rrr, rrr. He was like doing all the tricks. Like she was like showing off. Wow. Mm-hmm. But he's on the road to recovery. But more so, I didn't know there was dog rehab places. And there's one um, right down the road from my house. That's cool. It, it serves like three different things. There's also a vet in there. And maybe it's like Uber Eats where they go, we're Johnny Supreme Pizza. But it's really a gas station that makes pizza. <laughs> and they name it something. Yeah. I, I don't think that's it. But it's pretty cool. So if you have a dog that's been injured... See if you can have a dog rehab in your town. No idea. All right, that's it. Thank you. It's time for the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I heard you talking about something similar to what's happening, but my daughter's a little older. She has our first real boyfriend. She's 15, he's 16. He comes to our house a couple times a week after school. My husband, her stepdad, works from home and is around them more than I am. They cuddle on the couch while watching TV, and my husband makes comments to me about how it makes him feel uncomfortable. Again, she's 15, he's 16. I feel like it's innocent and they're just being teenagers. I've tried to explain to my daughter how it makes my husband feel, but she just replies that they're not doing anything wrong. Any advice on how to smooth the situation over? Sincerely, mom caught in the middle. Mm. Yeah, this is easy. Tell him to go to her room and shut the door. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) That's messed up. That'd be messed up for you. You want to go, Amy? You have a 15-year-old daughter? Uh, Yeah. I'm trying to picture her cuddling on the couch with somebody, and I'd be like, okay. She did watch it. That part, though, seems weird, though, too. You just let them cuddle. Oh, but I had friends in junior high and high school where their parents were, they, uh, the stuff they did in front of their parents, like, uh, it was crazy. Uh, I guess I never had a girlfriend, so that's why it seems so foreign. But I would, I can't imagine cuddling or I guess just having a girl like me then. That's right. what I started yeah. So yeah, I mean, when you made that joke about sending them to the room or whatever, like I'm like, oh yeah, I knew parents like that, which is wild to me. But I guess I would just say, hey, like, I, see, I feel like if you're like no cuddling, then it makes them want to cuddle more. So somehow they need to have like, like cuddling before. Well, it's a boundary type thing. <laughs> like, if, if, how can you cuddle from far away? If it's really about the stepdad, you just got to make sure he's not around when they do it. Now, it sounds like she's fine with it. And if the mom's right. fine with Mom, it, and even yeah. the stepdad's fine with it, but he's uncomfortable seeing it, then you just got to separate those two. And if he's there, you can't do it. The mm-hmm. end. Or It makes him feel bad. And if he's not, you guys cuddle away. But I wouldn't say it like that. Like, look, cuddle away, because yeah. then that means... That's a green light. That's yeah. That, I mean, you get to do more than cuddle. But if it's about making the stepdad not feel uncomfortable, then they just can't do that. That's the rule. It's the house. It's the adult's house. So don't cuddle like that. You can sit by each other, but there's no cuddling while he's there in the house. I know he works from home, but he doesn't want to see that. Mm. Or if he's in his room, 
When that door opens and he comes out, get away from each other. So stepdad needs to say something like, hey, separate, separate. No, he shouldn't <laughs> be put in that place because then he's, you're making him the bad guy. But it is his house and he's the one there. Yeah, but you sh- he doesn't deserve to be the bad guy. Sure. Because he feels uncomfortable. It's his house. That's why he did. something in your house, if it makes you feel uncomfortable, you just stop it. You own the house. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? Separate. Ah, ah. I'm gonna, don't make me put a board between you guys. Mm-hmm. I just walk by a every board. single time. Junior yeah. high dance. No cuddling. Stop that crap. And then three strikes and they're out. They can't cuddle at all anymore. That's true. If he sees it three times. But make it fun. Don't be mean about it because then they're just going to go somewhere else and cuddle. Make it fun. How do you make it fun? Hey, guys, separate. Like, <laughs> no, I don't, you can't do the separate thing. You can't? No, because, again, you're making the stepdad be the bad guy no. constantly. And you're making him have to police it. When he didn't do anything wrong, he just feels uncomfortable. You have to police it. The mom police it for him. If he's there in the house or close, you can't cuddle. Mm. Just sit by each other. So it's on mom. The, yeah. Okay. You're the one letting him do it. You also got to be the person to go, hey, don't do that while he's there. If you want yeah. to cuddle, that's fine, but you can't do it while he's there. It makes him uncomfortable. This is his home. He shouldn't feel uncomfortable in his own home. You know what I mean? I see what you're saying. Thank you. Right. Coming from the person that has no kids, by the way. Right. Yes. I like this. Separate! <laughs> I just don't want to make him the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, I get and that it. kid, the sixteen year old, would always be scared of him because he only knows him as the person that's coming in, making them separate. Like he's always the bad guy. Man, one time I went to my girlfriend's house. We were in high school, and we were in the room, and I was just like braiding her hair, you know. <laughs> oh, and the dad walked in. Oh, dad walked in, and just stared at me for like five minutes. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna leave. No, now. I think he was like, how do you know how to braid her hair? No, he was gonna kill me. Or just. That stand for something else. Yeah, you don't I'm even gonna have Google that. Braid her hair. Nah, I don't know how to braid hair. Braid your hair. Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay, in the thank world? you, Morgan. If someone wants to uh, reach out to us and send an email into the mailbag, what do they do? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. There you go. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. On the phone, let's go over to Carol in Massachusetts. Carol, what's going on? So I just wanted to call, um, last week you were doing a segment that was um, like Good Decision Week or whatever. I think it fizzled out a little bit towards the end, but it prompted me to call you because I bought and read both of your books. And because of those, I um, was able to lose 50 pounds from exercising every day and just changing some lifestyles. And I changed jobs because I wasn't being valued at my other job. And just because of reading your books and listening to your show and the positivity that the studio brings, I was able to just kind of see my own self-worth. So I called to thank you all for that. Well, that's very kind of you to say. You know, I wrote those books and I was just kind of like, hey, this is how lost I felt, how lost I didn't know I was, where I kind of discovered my value and also where it's also like... I don't really know still sometimes my value, so you never quite figure it out. But yeah, the week of good decisions, I got to say it last week, guys, ended up pretty good. Good. I did a whole week of good decisions. A week of good decisions. I just tried to get myself back on track, meaning sleep, meaning nutrients, eating nutrients, not just crap because I'm in a hurry, meaning relationship-wise. And so when someone goes... My New Year's resolution is this. I'm like, I ain't never going to work. It's fun to just say. But you can't look at it macro. Like macro goals don't work. Like large goals don't work unless you have micro solutions, which aren't fun. No one wants to hear the tiny things. But you can't do anything big if you don't do the small things. You know, you can't play. You can't go start a quarterback 
in the game if you don't practice well. You're like, well, I play under the lights. Well, show me you can play in the daytime at 3 p.m. when we're practicing. So same situation. My goals that I set that are big are really just a lot of ladder rungs that I'm climbing up to get up there. And you got to hit every one of those. When I run, when I would run, I was training for triathlons. I hated it. I could not run the 10 miles if I just go, I'm going to go run 10 miles. Let's go. But I could run to that tree up there. I could run to that tree past that tree. I could run to that tree. Next thing you know, I'm three miles in and I'm like, oh, I, I can do this. And so, you know, I like to feel that my books are very practically written. I'm not going to win any Peabody or Pulitzer. Yeah. I'm not sure which one the book one is. Yeah, I don't even know. I think it's the Pulitzer. <laughs> so I might actually win the Pulitzer. But I appreciate that, Carol. I think we know we try to be honest and some days are good and some days aren't. And, you know, I did a week of good decisions. And it's, a week thank you. of good decisions. Got myself back on track for this week. And I hope you're doing the same. I'm glad to hear that you've decided to live a healthier lifestyle if that's what you're up for and go get it. Attack. Go get it. Sometimes you'll have a setback, but that's okay. You know? Yeah, thank you very much. I do appreciate you all. Just your honesty and with your relationships and parenting and all of it, it's just helpful and it's and we're thankful for that. Carol, you have a great day. We really appreciate you listening Thanks. and calling. Appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. But I'll say this week though, I don't have it calendared in as a week of good decision. A week of good decisions. I made a couple bad ones. Oh, oh. I tried to pop the zit on my head way before it was a zit. Oh, bad yeah. decision. You shouldn't try to pop it before it's ready because then it's, it just hurts. Yeah. And I feel like it's a second head coming off, but nobody else can even see it. Not at all. Plus and also because my hair is, yeah, I hate to say I have bangs, but you're right. <laughs> my hair is so long now. So it's like a week of medium decisions. This oh, week. Yeah. Okay. So but I appreciate that call always. Thank you guys so much. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. There's a nonprofit in Virginia Beach called Connect with a Wish. And what they're doing for girls to help them get ready for prom is super cool. Girls ages 15 and older that are in foster care get a personal shopper and they go around this room where all these hundreds and hundreds of donated dresses are and they get to pick out dress, shoes, purse, jewelry. They have their hair and makeup done. This isn't even the day of prom. This is just for them to feel special and look good and know that this is what they get to look like when they do go to a dance. They even have a professional photographer there to take their photo. And then the girls get to keep their dress if they end up attending a dance. And if they do that, they'll also get cash so that they can get their hair and makeup done the day of and go out to dinner. I want to go to that. <laughs> yeah. That's really great. I just feel like that's next level. It's not like just girls yeah. walking in and, and, and picking out a dress, which is amazing, too, because that's something that they may not otherwise get. But they just took it next level. Yeah, I want to go to that. That sounds good. Hey, that's awesome. All those people to donate their time and their money to make people feel special. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. I mean, this is, as they would say, savage parenting by Amy. Ooh. It's hilarious. But also, my wife could do this to me, and I would be like, dang, that sucks. So tell them what you did today. Well, so I had to gather all the remotes because I have heard when I because I'm already at work when you mean controllers yeah the, the um, yeah, it's gamer a, yeah it's called a controller not a remote I ha oh I took the remotes too so you took TV remotes and the controller uh, yeah stuff whatever controls the PS4 whatever oh, controls man. the TV and the little place the, the the game like a Game Boy but the uh -huh. what is that called PlayStation Portable? no no it's called a <laughs> PSP 
No. You got it for him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Whatever sure. that yes, is. Yes, yes, yes. You actually bought him all of these things. But at the time, it was a great idea. And the, Go ahead. Okay. So I hear that getting ready for work is like, or school has been a challenge. Like, he's getting on the game. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to nip this in the bud. So when I left for work, I gathered everything. So, yeah, he's... She came to work with his controllers, the TV remotes. Wow. She's got it all here. They're all in the front seat of my car, everything. <laughs> and I I mean, and I did it. It was sort of like, ugh. I've just, I just was so frustrated when I heard that because we've had so many talks of like, hey, dude, you have to turn your lights off in your room. You have to get ready for school. You have to make your lunch. There's all these things on a checklist that must be done before we even turn anything on. Hilarious. So, But I would hate it if it were me because that could be used against me right now, too. Yeah, it could. She could totally take away your controllers. Yeah, she would just take the whole system, though. <laughs> what if she went out of town and took her controllers with you? i go buy new ones. Well, I would go immediately and buy new ones. And, I mean, I, and then, then what I would do is I would hide it, get other new ones and hide them in the house. Oh. So when she did it the next time, I'd have a backup. That's mm. so smart. Yeah. It's funny you say that because I've thought about the dramatic unplugging like this he wasn't present for it you like, can even take the cable which is even harder to replace instead of the controller that's good the, pa- the cable oh, I shouldn't tell you this the ca- <laughs> no I've already I have enough um, ways uh, tools in my toolbox mm-hmm. to calm down so I'm not gonna do that because I don't want it to cause therapy later in life of like yeah one time well, my that's mom the difference. you just took every controller remote from not the house not in front of his face uh, but no, no, not from his face either. You just pull that cable out that plugs from the machine, the, from the box to the plug. And then it's like, I have the cable, so. Right, well, this is where I'm sharing with you that there's been times in the moment where I've been in, it's been a thing and I'm about to walk over and just unplug oh, everything. And, no, no, I don't. Thought about it. Well, but you then I realized, slam it. Pick it up and slam it. Nope, thought about that. <laughs> Get a fake one that's broken. Mm-hmm. That's not that's gonna, good. For cheap for cheap. And then I might set have it up, one, Amy. You then, can have it. Then you walk in. You're like, I am tired. And you take that fake one. You smash it. And then you start kicking it. And then you pee on it. No. And you're like, and if you want this, that- <laughs> no. These are the things no. they will remember. And it's not. That's not the healthy Heck approach. Yeah, I remember that. No. That's cool. Man. And I remember that in a good way. Like I ain't never messing with her again. No. She just peed on my system. Now I calmly say, Hey, we can play video games, but we turn off our lights before. So did they know you took everything? Yeah. Or are they just finding out like right now? <laughs> That's our name, the mic. If they're listening, which I don't think they are, but I mean, no. Right, good yes. parent, bad parent. Mm-hmm. Eddie. Uh, yeah. Amazing parent. I right. love it. No. Lunchbox? Great parent. I think it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious too. I don't like it because that could happen to me. Right, correct. No, he's, he's probably walking all around the house right now. Like, he's probably flipping the couch cushions. But see, oh, that's yeah, wasting looking, more time, he's though. He's crazy right now. <laughs> he's like scratching himself. He's going, <laughs> yes, withdrawal. Yes, yeah. he's going through it. Okay, good parent, good parent, good parent. Yeah. Amy, you're officially a good parent. Good job, okay. Amy. We like it. There she is, Amy. Woo. Good parent of the day. What'd you watch? MH370, The Plane That Disappeared on Netflix. Was it the Malaysian flight where they just don't know where it went? Yes. At all? They have, there's so many theories out there. And here's what I thought. I thought when I watched it, it's a three part docuseries. And I thought, okay, we're going to get some answers. But, eh, well, don't spoil it, it though. Is this a spoiler where there's no answer? Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> well, I think if there were answers, though, we'd know from the news, right? Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, so, but- okay, set us back on, on what happened because what I remember is there's this flight and they were flying over a lot of ocean. Yeah. And then it was just gone. So they took off from Malaysia at midnight or 1 a.m. or something, and then they were supposed to land, I don't know, somewhere in China at, like, 6 a.m. A lot of that is over the water. Big commercial flight, too, right? Like, like hundreds of people? 239 or something like Crazy. that. And 
at some point over the water, not too long after they took off, the pilots sign off from communication because that's what you do, I guess, in the middle of the night. And so you hear the pilots But say, you go to sleep? Everybody goes no, to sleep? No, 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 no. It's like TV in the 70s. They play the national anthem and it no. just shuts off? Your, your radar and everything's still supposed to be on, but I guess you are like, okay, good night. And that's the last thing you hear the pilot say is good night. And then suddenly they disappear off the radar and that should not happen like there's no that they've never experienced anything like that so the malaysian like air control all the people in charge of that airport they get calls in the middle of the night they go up to the airport everyone's confused trying to figure out what happened and yeah it's wild to think that this these families just lost all their loved ones on that plane and they still don't have answers two things i want to say number one is eddie and i are flying to des moines later to watch Arkansas basketball. I don't like hearing plane crash stories whenever I'm about to fly on a plane. Well, yeah. the thing is, how do you know it crashed? I don't, or planes disappearing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be on Des Moines flight 1111 and all of a sudden we're gone. I don't okay? want to disappear either. Right. So yeah. that's one. Number two is that show where the plane disappears and shows up 10 years later. And Manifest. All, like, mm-hmm. what if that plane just all of a sudden came back in five years and like, they're like, oh, we're back. That's a good, and all, we're all older. Yeah, and weird. they still think it was their six-hour flight. Do they think that weather, aliens, like what's the theories here? I've seen so many conspiracy theories on this. Uh, I what's the big theory? I don't recall weather or alien aliens. Um, what else is there? One of the big theories was that there was something on that plane or cargo being delivered somewhere and someone didn't want oh. that happening. And so okay. take what you want from that, which seems really, really scary because you have all these innocent people that are just trying to... I mean, there was uh, mothers, children. Like it's so. They some of the family members were part of the documentary, and it's just so terrible. Like this one man, I felt so bad. His wife and children were on the plane, and he was supposed to meet up with them at the next stop, and then they were all going to be flying together, and they just never arrived. And And then the ocean is so big, you can't find it. Then if that's what happened, or you not find anything, like all the seats float, right? But it's the ocean, bro. I know, really big. Yeah, did they find pirates out there and sailors and stuff? Popeye? No one's finding a chair? Well, this one woman that is a photographer that is, she says she has a really good eye for things. She feels What photographer though, doesn't? What photographer doesn't say they have a really good eye for things? <laughs> but she volunteered. You know how people on the internet, what are they called when they volunteer to solve crimes? What are the Idiots. Go ahead. Or, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. So right. she joined, like there was all these little bubbles of people across the world that were rallying together online to try to solve this mystery. And she claims to have found parts in the water that look like it. But, but from pictures? Like satellite images? Yes, satellite. Oh, and so she could zoom in. Could be. No, she feels like she found very specific parts of the plane. But then again, she said she really couldn't get anybody to listen to her to go check it out. Probably because she's wackadoodle. I don't know. She seemed pretty... The plane floating? Nice. Anyway, I think officials, unless officials were involved in it. Okay, but that's the thing. At the press conferences and different things, families were like, what you're saying is not making sense. And also, you're not telling us anything. And why does this feel that really That to weird? me feels like... Here's what the order I rate them with absolutely no knowledge on the subject. So total dumb yeah. dumb here. One, the government did not want something going from A to B. So you know what the government does? A, shoot it down. B, blow it up. That's one. Two, aliens. Wow, aliens is a two. Mm-hmm. Three, grab bag. Could be anything else. <laughs> is that documentary, is it good? It's pretty good. 
I I had it I would on while I was like cleaning and doing things. It it kept me entertained. But then my son walked in and was like, "What's this?" I'm like, "No," because yeah. I do not want him to be scared to fly. I'm scared to fly. We're going to Iowa today. Uh huh. Well, I fly with him this weekend, and I had to like slam my computer down. Nothing to see here, kid. Yeah, that would scare him. Yeah, I could see us being on the plane, and then him being like, "What's going to happen? Is this plane going to disappear? Are we okay?" Because he already thinks what the end of the world's happening or something. What's his thing where he saw on TV like the news? And so he thought someone's like coming to the house or. Oh, there's been lots of things. So, yeah. Oh, oh it's so common that it could be one of 10 things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a, he's a, his brain is always on high alert, which I think is just some of his trauma, like living in fight flight free. So we try to, you know, make sure we do our best to keep him like away from Like you think that Russia's going to bomb us or something is what oh, it was. Oh yeah. That's one of them. Yeah. That's I mean, one of them. Oh no. He wow. thinks we're going into world war three. Yes. Yeah. No, I mean, there's, I probably only shared a couple with y'all, but. In my mind, I'm like, well, there's every day we're kind of dealing with a new potential tragedy. My wife deals with the same thing with me. <laughs> yes. I'm being honest. Yeah. Y'all are very yeah, similar. I mean, really, it is very similar. Yeah. Yeah. Here are your top three songs in country music. At number three, Lainey Wilson, Heart Like a Truck. I got a heart like a truck. At number two, Bailey Zimmerman, Rock in a Hard Place. All this, but we're caught in between a rock and a that's a good one, huh? Oh, yeah. Like, out of nowhere, out of nowhere, that song's like, dang, that's good. Yeah. Number one, Luke Combs, Going, Going, Gone. Like a runway southbound train, like an Arizona So here's this. I'm going to play the number one alternative song, and it's from Linkin Park, but it has Chester Bennington singing. Oh, wow. Who died. You remember him dying? Or no? Mm, Not really? Re- refresh my memory. Well, there are two leads of Linkin Park. There was oh. like Mike Shinoda, the rapper guy, Chester Bennington, the lead singer. Chester died. And so this was a track from an album in 2003, but they just released it 20 years later. And it's the number one alternative song, and it's called Lost. Linkin Park was massive mm-hmm. back in the day. For anybody that's like 25 listening, I don't know why you're listening. There are much cooler shows than us. <laughs> However, Linkin Park was... I mean, they were awesome. I was never a massive fan, but I could appreciate their big radio poppy songs. And also, I understood why people liked them. They rapped and sang. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Who did that? They had two different lead singers. That was so cool. <laughs> and then finally, the number one pop song. And this song's great. It's Miley and Flowers. I can buy myself flowers. Write my name in the sand. That's a jam. Okay. Those are your number one songs all across. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Reusable water bottles like tumblers are very popular right now. So much so they have a nickname, emotional support water bottles. So many women, they don't even leave the house without their Stanley hey, tumbler. don't be sexist. Well, or, <laughs> some, or men, teenager. Yeah. some men too. No, mm-hmm. adult men can have one <laughs> Absolutely. too. Amy. Eddie has something over there right I do, now. right here. I thought when I saw this story, they meant reusable water bottles like I will use. A plastic water bottle, yeah. meaning I'll use it three or four times, fill it up with the water in the oh. fridge. But I didn't realize they meant those. Which, if those have that many germs, how many germs might a plastic water bottle <laughs> have on the fourth use? Yeah, Ugh. researchers swabbed uh, different parts of the water bottle, the spout, the lid, the straw, the squeeze top, everywhere. And it's got 40,000 times more bacteria than the average toilet seat. You know me. I always say toilet seats aren't that gross anyway. It's just your butt cheeks. What do your butt cheeks ever touch? You know, nothing. Right. Pants. Second of all, stop swabbing everything. Why are we swabbing everything? Why are we going around swabbing? <laughs> Also, Lunchbox has a water bottle in the studio. He's never cleaned once. It sits here every day. Well, he no, cleans, I, he has some blue light on it that he pushes it, cleans it all out. I don't believe it. I do clean it. I hit the button and it says, 
Boom. Kills 99.9% of the bacteria. Look at it. Then, blue light going now. Ooh. Why don't we have a blue light just on the wall, then we walk up to it, let it clean us? Ooh, that's a good idea. I'm just telling you, I don't think that works like he thinks it works. All right, what else? Well, they're swabbing it to remind people uh, to, to wash it. Stop swabbing everything. If you All wash right. it regularly, you're good. So if you want to come to work in a better mood, I have an easy thing that you can do. Drive nice. That's all you have to do. They say it will cut down your work stress by 40%. And if you're wondering, what does drive nice mean? Well, you can let someone into your lane. You can wave hi to someone at a stoplight. You can avoid tailgating. And you can just be more patient on the road, Eddie. Yeah, I like that. No, that's me totally until somebody cuts me off. Then it's like, then I'm stressed for work. Do you feel like that was a targeted ad right there, Eddie? A little you're, bit, like yeah. Like, you're the only one that actually heard that segment. Amy never looks at me when she's talking about these segments. <laughs> like, the seg- that segment, it, you're the only person that's hearing this right now. It's We've now figured out targeting radio yeah. show for things that people need to hear. But uh, to counter what Eddie just said, if someone cuts him off, I feel as though he'll arrive to work less stressed if you don't react to the person that cut you off. If you decide to be like, you know what? They're probably having a rushed morning or a bad day. I don't know their circumstances. I'm just going to smile and wave. Then voila, it won't affect you. And you've cut someone off accidentally, occasionally. Yeah, my signal light wasn't working. Yeah, and I have I didn't to know that. with a working signal light, actually. <laughs> accidentally, and then I go, oh, I bet they're so mad at me going like, that idiot. But yeah. it was an accident. I'm sorry, but that's what's up. Have you ever just waved to someone at a stoplight? No. Yeah, I just realized that was one of no. the things I said, and I'm <laughs> that's like. creepy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hi. I like wave people <laughs> if they let me in. Like if, if, if laying a traffic. Right, 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 right. Morning. And yes, thank you. But then I look and see if they saw me wave. And if they didn't, I get a bigger wave. Then if they didn't, I put my arm out the, the, the window. And then if they don't, then I, then I that put one. my head out. <laughs> then I'm turning. It's like a dumb and dumber out of the side of the car. All right, what else? <laughs> Taste of Country put out the top saddest country songs of all time. According to them, we'll see if you agree. And at number three, Hank Williams, I'm so lonesome I could cry. Like me, he's lost. The will to live. I'm so lonesome I could cry. Yeah, it's very sad. It's so old, though. That makes me just want to get a beer. That it feels more black and white than it does reality yeah. sad. But yes. Yeah, it's 1949. Yeah. That's Eddie's year. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, buddy. What else? And then in from 1975 is Willie Nelson, Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain. Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain. This is one of my top three, maybe top five favorite songs of all time. And I know it's sad. I just... It's just normal for this. Feels, this song's normal to me. Yeah, this man. is my baseline. <laughs> it's not even that sad. You like sad, though. I love sad. And I don't know I hear this and go, I'm just so sad. There are songs that really kick me in the ad sad. These are like just generally sad. This one makes me want to get another beer. Well, I'm seeing a theme here. <laughs> I'm trying to get a buzz now. Like songs that don't make you feel like they're going to be sad and then hit you with sad out of nowhere. Tim McGraw, don't hate the girl. Sad at the end. Yeah. Um, George Jones. Uh, is that number one, by the way? No. It's not. How is no, no, number one will kick you in the... Mm-hmm. Oh. It, uh, or the other one is Reba and Brooks oh, and Dunn. Gosh, yeah. Cowgirls Don't Cry. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Because the whole song is about her and her dad and him being like, get up on the horse again. Cowgirls Don't Cry. And then at the end, he dies. Spoiler alert. And she's like, cowgirls don't cry. And you're like, oh. Uh, like that to me, sucks. where it walks you somewhere and then sweeps your legs out sad, like real life. Those are the most sad ones. What's number one? Well, Vince Gill started writing this song in 1989 after Keith Whitley died. Yep. But he didn't finish writing it until 1993 after his brother died. 
And that that alone right there gives me all the feels, and it's go rest high on that mountain. That's a very sad song because you know it's played at a lot of funerals. Vince played it at the Opry last week Mm. because somebody had passed away. uh, I don't remember the story. There was was like a drunk fight. There was a fight. Yeah, right up there in front of us. Weird. That's kind of distracting. Yes. And so, but yes, that song is so sad. But still, he stopped loving her today. That's a sad song. Because you know why he stopped loving her? Uh, she died. He died. Oh, he died. That's yeah. right. I gotta go back and listen to yeah, that. That means he just loved her so hard. Yeah. So hard. And the only time he would stop loving her is if he couldn't anymore. So, he stopped loving her today. <gasps> mm. That George and Tammy show on Showtime, when they do that scene about this song, you guys haven't seen it, right? No, I have not seen oh it yet. Oh my God. I'm going to, though. I, I don't think I have Showtime anymore. I don't. Or something, I've already I asked went... two people for passwords and yeah. it's not working, so... <laughs> And I'll I refuse it. to give you mine because that is not right. what someone of integrity does. No, I think they're smarter than that. They're not letting it work. I might leave it written on a piece of paper after the show, <laughs> but I have nothing to do with that password and you having it. Yeah, if deal. you find it, you find you it. Find, yeah, hey, you find it, you'll find it. All right, Amy. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. There's a dog resort. And it's in Seattle's Lake City neighborhood, and it caught fire. Now, what's in a dog resort? Dogs. Bunch of dogs. I would think, yeah. Yeah. So, employees at all the places around saw it, and they weren't going to wait for the fire department because they knew they had to get those dogs out of there. So, PSR Mechanical is one of the places. They started running out of there, into the place, grabbing dogs. There was also a Mexican restaurant, and everybody ran out of that and started to grab the dogs. In the end, they saved 60 dogs. Oh, wow. wow. Not a single dog died in the fire. No humans were injured. The, the place didn't do well. It didn't bounce. You know, it was, it was very <laughs> hard. It's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But no humans or dogs died because everybody jumped into action and ran in and just started grabbing all these animals and pulling them out of there. That's some bravery to run in after a dog you don't even know. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, that's a pretty big fire. Stanley, you good, buddy? <laughs> I'm just kidding. For sure, I'd run in. Great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. The show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them every day can make all the difference in the world. That's why everybody should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. 
All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. 